What's good, people? Welcome back to another episode of My Thoughts, My Opinion Sports Podcast. This episode, I'm going to talk about how Brian Forrest and the Steelers hooked up. Steelers gave him a job, and my man Brian Forrest took that. I'm going to talk more about that. Uh, talk about that All-Star Weekend. That All-Star Weekend for the NBA was pretty uh, entertaining. <laughs> I can say, boy. So I'm going to break down the scale channel three-point contest. Dunk contest and the All Star game gave my opinion, and also during the All Star game it was the seventy fifth anniversary of the team too. Um, I'll, I I want to talk about that, and I think they might have left uh, a couple people out of that one that I feel who should have got in there who made a uh, a nice little impact to the game. Um, and I also want to talk about the Jawan Howard. I know I really don't talk about college sports, but uh, I want to talk about the Jawan Howard situation. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go ahead and start off about the Javon Howard situation, man. So, if y'all don't know what happened about the Javon Howard, um, you know, uh, first it started with, you know, Javon Howard was, was pressing the team. He was playing, um, what's that, Wisconsin. And they was pressing the team, and the, uh, the team called a timeout or the coach called a timeout. I didn't pretty much watch the game. I just, you know, mean read up on the clips and, and watched the highlights or anything. So, um. So Jamal Howard was kind of uh, upset about that. You know, it was like, yo, why would you do that? I, I guess it's like a courtesy rule in the game or whatnot. Um, he felt like it was violated. So um, so at the end of the game, Jamal Howard, and you know how they got to shake hands, you know, once the game was over with. The coach, Jamal Howard tried to walk past one of the, uh, the coach from Wisconsin. The coach from West Coast grabbed Jawan Howard, and Jawan Howard pretty much had some words exchanged with him, pretty much like, you know, don't put your hands on me and dot, 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 and I appreciate what you did, don't talk to me. Whatever the words were exchanged, you know what I mean? I wasn't there. But, you know what I mean? It led to the altercation that Jawan Howard open hand somebody, and some of the players had got into the situation also, you know, three punches and all that. So, um, you know, Jawan Howard is now suspended for the rest of the season. And uh, he was also fined forty k. Um, so my opinion was yes, I agree with the suspension. I believe you know it shouldn't lead up to that. But I also didn't really see you know I mean maybe I need to do do some more information. But what happened to the Wisconsin coach? Is he did he get any uh, consequences? Because they were so quick to go ahead and talk about Jamal Howard and all that. I understand he's the the bigger name coach, but. They was all on the news about that, but I really didn't see the consequences of the of the Wisconsin coach. You know what I mean? I, I believe if he didn't put hands on Jawan Howard, um, if he didn't grab him or anything in that sort, then uh that altercation probably wouldn't have happened. I believe it wouldn't have happened, in my opinion. So for them to go ahead and and you know put the, the this hard spotlight on him, just yes, I understand you threw the punch. I don't believe he should have got fired. I I accept the uh suspension and you know if Michigan can make it in a uh, big tournament with that March Madness, um, you know what I mean it, it it'd be different. I mean uh it it'd be cool, not different. My bad. You know at least he's able to coach in there. But um like I said, I the only part I really didn't agree about because maybe like I said I I didn't see it or maybe this haven't been posted was you know what's going on with the other coach. So, that just, that you know, I hate to see that kind of, like, poor sportsmanship that uh, led to that. And whatever it was, the courtesy rule, whatever the situation is, then 
it, I, I don't I don't think it should have led up to um altercation like that. You know, so I that just my uh my opinion on that, you know, what I mean, like I said, I need to do some more reading and and and, and investigating to see maybe uh, the uh, coach from Wisconsin did get some type of penalty also. But what should be rewarded and so good um, is that the Steelers hired Brian Flores, Flores as one of their like assistant uh, coach, linebackers coach, or something in that nature. Um, I believe that is a good move. Number one, because, you know, the Steelers owner – it's part of you know the reason why they made that Rooney rule. So for the Rooney's to go out there, the organization to go out here and hire this man, even though you know, even though he's suing the NFL and three other teams, that you still gave this man an opportunity to uh still have a job at the NFL. And I applaud the Steelers for that. Because I believe that was the great move. You know what I mean? Because you never know that. If Mike Tomlin might want to step away, well, I'm pretty sure that he not. But if you got health issues or anything in that nature, at least you know you have a a, a a head coach that's ready in the background that can potentially, you know, be your uh, next head coach. Or it can show that the opportunity that the Steelers defense can possibly get better. I understand he's like an assistant coach. You know, he's not the defensive coordinator. But if he can put his ideas and put his – uh, plan implement to the the Steelers defense. Maybe the defense run game wouldn't be so bad. Maybe the Steelers defense might be considered to be uh, uh that that almost that steel curtain type defense again. Maybe you know what I mean. I still believe my boys is gonna run through it. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean. I still y'all already know I had to throw my Ravens in there, but that you know back to Brown. Uh, I believe that's a great move for him. I believe that the Steelers really really did a good job. Uh, a great job, in my opinion, that um, to hire this man, even though with the, all the legal troubles that's going on, that he's that he's doing and going through, and and coaches, I mean teams is not pretty much hiring uh, him right now. That uh, it's just a good move, you know. I mean, hopefully, it it blossoms to an opportunity that he can become a head coach again and uh, uh, carry a team to be. A, a good contender team because like I said in in a, in a couple of years he was down Miami he did a great job and you know what I mean a, a better job than most coaches that's like the Giants uh head coach when uh who was that Joe Judge was over there he did a good he doing a all right uh pretty decent job almost up there with uh Mike McCarthy you know remember last year Mike McCarthy and the Cowboys didn't have a really good season but Brian Forrest did though so I just believe that um he should have the opportunity to be coaching again, and I hope he uh get the opportunity to be a head coach again. I hope he prevail in this lawsuit. Also, I hope everything goes right for this man. I hope the NFL start changing, cause you see that the NFL is now going partner up with the XFL to try to implement some new rules or whatever the situation is. Maybe it might be the good gooder for the NFL potentially. Maybe we can get some now some coaches, some black head coaches over there, possibly. So, I you know you never know the opportunities might seize up. Even though I know the the XFL is not the NFL, and it's going to be very hard to try to revamp that uh that league again. But 
it would be you know a good opportunity uh for the uh for black coaches because if you know you have more black coaches that can show their strategy and show that they can really uh lead um a team then it would be very great for uh black coaches so you know we we can see we're gonna see you know that's just my opinion uh, hopefully things can uh come together and and an NFL can be where everybody is getting their fair opportunity. You know, what I mean that that that's just it. You know, hopefully, man. Let's get to this All Star Weekend. Now, I think the All Star Weekend was good. I give it a, a a B. Um, the reason why I give it a B is because the dunk contest was terrible. But before I get down there. The skill challenge was good. The skill challenge was 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 very entertaining, and, and it shows that they actually had great minds thinking over there to see how to keep the skill challenge, uh, very entertaining. Because me and my son sat down and watched the whole All Star Weekend, you know, so they can pretty much see, you know, what's going on through All Star Weekend, and maybe they can look at some of them drills, and maybe we can try to do some on the side, you know, to work on, you know, their skills or whatnot. So, you know, they pretty much was excited. They were like, oh, man, that look cool. That's, I'm about that. I can do that. That don't look too hard and, 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 and so on. So I was like, all right, bet. If my son's interested, you know, I mean, it, it, it catches the eye. You know, so I give up good good grade for the uh, 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 skill challenge. Um, you know, the team Cavs won. It, gives, it shows opportunity, uh, different players that my uh, son's also learned. You know what I mean? Now they found out who was Darius Garland and Jared Allen and uh Mo Mosley. Or was it Mobley? Could be uh yeah, Mobley. Mobley. So they was like, oh well, who is they if they current that they if they on 2K, dot dot dot. I was like, yup, they on 2K. You know what I mean? Just go on to pick the calves and, and, and check them out. So now that you know, hopefully they can learn more players. They was learning, you know, some of the uh the rookies that was on that team, uh, on that scale challenge also, and you know, telling learning about these new rookies. So maybe they just don't think it's just Steph and LeBron and KD and 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 Kyrie and all that good stuff. Now they can try to venture out and learn more about these players. You know what I mean? And that falls into the three point contest. Let uh cat won that one call Anthony Towns. He's showing that he's the probably the best big man, the shooting big man in the league. And by him winning that three point contest, that kind of shows it. Even though, yes, he is shooting like a 40 something percent, I think like 40 to 43 percent, you know, for behind the arc. So he is kind of uh shooting good this year. And he showed up in a three point contest. And you know, my sons were just wearing about well, is Steph in this one or is Steph in this one? Is Steph gonna be in this one? Had to tell him, like, nah, yo, Steph already won a three-point contest before. He, he already breaking all the records and showed that he's the best three-point shooter in the world. You know, we got to show an opportunity to, uh, for these other players. So, you know what I mean? And now they learn other players that think they can shoot. <laughs> now they might try to go on 2K and try to use these guys to shoot. Who knows? You know what I mean? But, like I said, tops off to uh, the NBA on that. The dunk contest. That's the only downfall, man. Even though my sons was like, they were still more interested. But for me, the dunk contest was trash. Bubba Dub, you you, <laughs> you got that one, dog. It was trash. Like, golly, man. I, I believe, 
that either you got to find some way to get these good dunkers to participate in this um dunk contest. John Morant, uh, what's my man? Uh, I think he up in Portland. Jones, Jones Jr. Uh, he was in a he was in a dunk contest before. I know we're not gonna get Eric Gordon and Zach Levine back in there. You know, what I mean, they kind of set the bar. You know, what I mean, they can't really get no better than that. But we gotta find find a solution for this, man. Cause that I'm not trying to say that Obi Toppin and which who, who won a dunk contest and and who was that Cole Anthony and and Jalen Green. I'm not downing them. I didn't say that they ain't good dunkers or anything in that nature. But um. I believe that y'all like more of an in-game dunkers than try to be creative dunkers. You know what I mean? You're more of the, ooh, he about to do it in the game versus, oh, he about to do it in the all-star dunk contest. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's almost like a difference. You know, we ain't going to, we need like a Vince Carter and, and uh, another Aaron Gordon and Zach, Zach Levine. You know what I mean? Or uh, Desmond Mason or, or uh, Jason Richardson. You know, some of them dunkers again. But, you know, I, I but I heard some suggestions like Stephen A. And, and the rest of the NBA world was also saying that maybe we should get these off-the-street dunkers, which is a great idea. Because maybe, you, you know, you throw a couple of those items and say, hey, at this event, you can make 10 grand or something in that nature. I'm just throwing the number out there. You can make 10 grand by throwing your dunks that you've been doing on YouTube and all this other stuff, Instagram. Social media and outlets. You can do it on an all-star weekend and make about this amount of money for a couple dunks. You just got to be real creative and make sure you can put on the show just like you do in your social media. And I believe that will be good and that will expose these other dunkers that's out here that you could potentially be one of the next Vince Carter that's not in the NBA. Or the next Aaron Gordon that's not in the NBA. Because it, it be some street dunkers that can get up here and fly now. So I, I believe that's what you that that be blah, tongue tied. I believe that is a great solution, and I hope the NBA will look more into it. And even the guys um, that they willing to put uh, put in that in them spots, um, hopefully it's worth them doing this stuff. Make sure they they get like a a healthcare package for that night. You know, God forbid that, you know, you, you they get an injury. You know, make sure they can be covered in, you know, stuff like that. So, hopefully, uh, they get that together. Because, like I said, that dunk, dunk contest was trash. Trash. Like, I don't... What, what, I don't want to rewatch that one again. I can tell you that. <laughs> I would not want to rewatch that one. But the All-Star game. Boy, that All-Star game... Now, the first quarter wasn't all that I understand. It wasn't no defense. Second quarter either. But that third and fourth, especially that fourth quarter, woo And that boy, Steph, put on a show. He was on Team LeBron, and Team LeBron pulled it out by, like, three. 160 to 163. And that boy, Steph, has set a record for most three-pointers in an all-star game. Like, my man erupted in that All-Star game. My man dropped 50. 50. <laughs> you know what I mean? He dropped buckets in that game. He was just shooting them, letting them fly for all different ranges, man. All types of angles. Didn't matter who was in front of him. 
gave him the pump fake. It was on one leg, wasn't looking, you know what I mean? Turned around before the shot even dropped in the coat. All that. He did it all, man. And Steph shows that he he's, he is the best shooter that we have in, that the NBA ever seen. I'm going to go ahead and just give him all that. He is the best shooter that the NBA has have seen, man. Ain't nobody ever going to come close to Steph. I don't, I don't believe. I understand records are made to be broken, but I don't believe anything that Steph really set is going to be broken. It's going to be very, very hard. You know what I mean? They they try and say Trey Young could be the successor of that, but I don't know. Trey Young got a long way to go. And Steph is still playing and it's still like he can he got a couple more years left in the tank too. Because you know, Steph is probably about I know he's in his thirties by now. Probably like between 33, 34, somewhere around there. So I'm pretty sure if you know if, if health prevent him and he ain't getting tired of the game or so on, that Steph was going to just set, keep setting that ball higher and higher and higher, man. It's just going to get ridiculous. You feel me? So, ah, man, it, it, it's my man Steph. Like I said, I had tweet uh, posted that on my um, Facebook page that Steph is the best shooter, man, hands down. I don't care what nobody say. He's the best shooter, period. Three-point, uh, two mid-range floaters, anything. That man can do it. And he got handles to go with it, too. So, Steph, hands down, best shooter in the game. You know what I mean? And he also showed that he he should be almost top 10 and best in the NBA right now, if not even higher. In my category, I believe he can be uh, up there. So, shout out to my man, Steph. Shout out to the whole team, LeBron, for even raising that money. Uh for his I Promise team. Shout out for the whole All-Star team. You know, both both uh, charities, you know, got a nice couple chunk of change, man. You know what I mean? They got broken off for their charity. So, that that's shout-outs to the NBA and shout-out for the um, players that, you know, actually gave, you know, gave gave a fuck about their charity. You know what I mean? It was way better than the goddamn Pro Bowl NFL. Need to get that shit together, dogs. The NBA showed y'all and gave y'all like a blueprint, a blueprint of how an all-star weekend should be. Like I said, maybe the Pro Bowl, maybe we should go ahead and play flag football, put the helmets on and, and play flag football. I think you we'd we get a better game than what y'all doing, putting full pads on and sitting there just tapping each other and say, yeah, I got you. I understand about injuries, but if you put flag, I think flag would make it more interesting. But... You know, NBA All-Star Weekend, like I said, I gave y'all a B, man. It was, it was, it was good. I, I enjoyed it. I didn't enjoy Macy Gray singing the National Anthem, though, but <laughs> we going to leave that one alone, boy, because Shorty looked like she was high as a motherfucker. Like, the highest. I don't know what the hell the NBA was thinking about putting it. Man, she she fucked that uh, National Anthem up. Like, she really did. Like, I... You know, I, I, I'm not saying I'm the best singer of all time. Like, shit, I can't even really sing. But I believe I could have did better than what she did. But who am I? That That's <laughs> that just my opinion, man. Oh, man. So the 75th anniversary also was part of the All-Star Weekend. And I believe that uh, they left some people off, man. I, and I'm going to give you all a couple people. Um, that's, that's, that's on this list. 
You know what I mean? And and I believe they 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 left a couple people off. You know, you had Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, of course. You had Michael Jordan, of course. You had uh, Magic Johnson, of course. You had Larry Bird. You had Shaq. You had uh, Dirk Nowinski. You had Reggie Miller. You had Carl Malone, Damian Lillard, uh, Timmy D, Patrick Ewing, Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned Ray Allen, but Ray Allen, uh, LeBron, Kobe Bryant, as as, as should, um, D Wade, Russell Westbrook, uh, Dominique Wilkins, Scotty Pittman, uh, GP, Chris Paul. Um and you know and 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 Kawhi Leonard and, and I'm pretty sure and Jason Kidd and the list can go on. I'm pretty sure I left a couple people out, you know, as of right now, because you know I don't feel like reading the whole seventy five list. But and I I think they left a couple people off who I think um should have made that list, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? I I, I really do. I, the, the the couple names that I came up with that I didn't. Um, I didn't see on here was, uh, Grant Hill. I don't think Grant Hill, I understand that he, his career got shut down, you know, due to injuries a little bit, but he was cold, uh, offensive rookie of the year. You know, he talked up with Jason Kidd. I understand he didn't make, uh, he didn't win no titles, but, um, he was, uh, uh, a couple all-stars in his time when, you know, when he was in the league. So I believe Grand Hill, and I'm pretty sure Grand Hill was probably averaging between at least 17 before his career was all said and done. Maybe a little bit higher. I'm, I'm just guesstimating. But I think Grand Hill should have been considered into that 75th anniversary. Uh, hopefully he can be in the 100 because Grand Hill deserved to be um, on it as one of the top guys in the NBA. Tracy McGrady, T-Mac, he wasn't part of the uh, 75th anniversary team. I believe he made an impact in the game. Like Grand Hill, yes, I understand his career has shut down just a little bit under uh, what it's supposed to, but I believe that he did put an impact in the game. Especially when he got with the Rockets, he most definitely put an impact in the game. Um, Penny Hardaway. Penny Hardaway should have got some consideration. Now, just like the other two names, injuries. But I believe that Penny Hardaway should have been considered into the 75, uh, 75th anniversary team. Hopefully, my man get be 100th. He deserved to be into the one of the... Uh, I'm a Penny Hardaway fan. I was a Penny Hardaway fan before Kobe. But when Kobe came to the league, it was all he wrote. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? Penny should have been considered. Muggsy Bogues, one of the best short guards that we ever seen in the NBA, should have been considered in the top 75. You know, I'm just, uh, like, I, I kind of don't understand, like, how how they got it. I understand, like, some of um, them was, you know, they go by every 25 years. You know what I mean? I get that. But I believe Muggsy Bogues should have been in there. Vince Carter should have been in there. Right? I, don't, I don't believe I seen Vince Carter's name on there. But Vince Carter should have been in there. Nope, Vince Carter was not in there. Vince Carter should have been in there. It's like it's they left a couple people. They left a lot of people off. Now I wouldn't know personally who I'd be able to take off. 
But if I were just to go ahead and pick somebody, I would go ahead and maybe pick Dame Lillard. He has some, He made a, a, a nice impact in the game, but to be over T-Mac or Vince Carter, um, who else? James Harden, one of my favorite players in the NBA right now. But do you think he? I I, I believe that Vince Carter and T Mac can can most definitely be in there. Penny Hardaway, Grant Hill, you know, I it, you know I they like I said I'm not saying that the list is wrong. I'm and I'm not bad. I'm not saying that the list uh should be redone or anything in that nature. But I just think they left out a uh, uh very good very. A lot of a couple of players that should have got in there, you know. I'm not bad for stuttering, but it when I had read that list, man, when I didn't see these people that I, I, I put down, shit, did they even put Spud Webb name in here? Sheesh, they ain't even put Spud in there. So, you know, it I, I believe that, um. Those those players should at least been in there, you know what I mean, and hopefully that these guys can make the one hundredth team because you know there's twenty five more names that is going to be on there that needs to be added, and I just gave out one, two, three, four, five, six names that I think should be already on there, in my opinion. Like I said, I ain't trying to knock the guys that I like. I said I'm a James Hart fan. I'm a Dane Lillard fan also. But if you go and buy, like, make the biggest, like, real impact. I'm not saying that James Hart is not making an impact or Dane Little is not making an impact. But Vince Carter, Tracy McGrady, Penny Hardaway, Grant Hill. That's, that's you know what I mean? I, I believe they should have been in because James Hart and Dane Little still got time to make more impacts to the game. You know what I mean? They they still can maybe get a championship or two. It's a possibility. You know, if everything plays in their favor when you know when they healthy in, in in that case. But they I believe they still at least got two to three more years, or maybe two to I'm I'm gonna say two to four more years to make an impact into the league. You know what I mean? Barring injuries and, and health concerns, anything in that nature. Hopefully they don't have none of that, but I just believe that my six people could have at least made this seventy-five team, man. <laughs> I that that's just my opinion, guys. You know what I mean? If y'all think I'm wrong and could you know, or y'all might know some other people, man, hit me up, <laughs> get me up. I like I said, I I, I really believe that those players should have made should have made this list. Uh, so they made this list, man. All right, man. Hey. Y'all still know it's February. I still got a couple more days left to give y'all some black history lesson. So, my black history icon I want to give today, hopefully I get her name correct. And it's pronounced a thing moo. It's spelled A-T-H-I-N-G-M-U. A thing moo. I had to make sure I, I was saying it right, and then I asked a couple people in putting it on the translation so I can make sure I give this young lady her roses while she can still smell it. Now, the reason why I chose her, because um, she did make an impact, and she did, um, you know, carve her name into history. 
And she's only like 19 or 20 years old right now. So for her to go ahead and make her name and impact right now, and she's only 19, 20 years old, she need to go ahead and give her bouquet of roses right now. And I'm here to give it to you, boo boo. <laughs> oh, man. A Thing Moo was born June 8, 2002. She's an American middle distance runner. At the age of 19, she won the gold medal in an 800 meter at the 2020 Tokyo Olympics, breaking a national record set by Jay Wilson in 2017. And it's a continental under continental under 20 record. Moo took the second gold medal as part of the four about 400 meter relay. She set the world under 20 under 20 record in the women's indoor 800 meter in early 2002, 2021 with the time of uh, 58.40 seconds. Moo was born in Trenton, New Jersey and is the second youngest of seven siblings. Her father named Dang Moo. Her parents immigrated from the, uh, to the United States from South Sudan where her family is of self Sudanese heritage. And Mu is also a Christian. So, um, like I said, you, you see that she's out here at the age of, I believe, she's probably about 21 by now. Um, she's out here setting records. Setting, setting, uh, setting a, a, stand, a bar that's high for these young ladies to come out here and compete for these, um, uh, in these Olympics. Hopefully, she can keep going. And hopefully... Uh, my one of my favorite runner right now, Shakar Richardson, can actually look into her and 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 find her mojo back to because I believe Shakar should be, uh, talked about more. You know, what I mean, I don't believe that they should have snatched her roses like that so quick just because she had one bad meet and she's had one bad incident. You know, dealing with her parents' death. So, you know, hopefully, um, Shakar can you know he used this as inspiration, man. Because Miss Mood, you 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 did that, and I applaud you for going out there doing your thing, man. Keep working, keep striving, showing that these young ladies out here that is is you can be recognized as a a, a a distance runner or a sprinter or whatever it is that they y'all trying to go for. Take that leap of faith and believe in yourself first, before anybody else will believe in you. You got to believe in yourself and. Um, she did her thing, man, and, and like I said, I applaud her for that, man. And she deserved to get her roses. So hopefully, um, she heard this podcast. Somebody can just pass this podcast on to her. Hopefully, that it just reach a platform that she that she heard herself. You know, so like I said, Miss Move, keep doing your thing, baby. It's young ladies out here that's trying to strive and be just like you. I know it, <laughs> and you keep going and keep on striving, and and you keep showing that. It's possible out here. And that goes for the fellas also, too, man. Just because a young lady doing it, you know, y'all can use her as the inspiration also. So, you know what I mean? Just go out here and do your thing. Take that leap of faith. Believe in yourself. You know what I mean? I, and I, I'm taking it. It's the same advice somebody gave me, and I took it. And that's how I start the podcast. So, just go out here and, and, and try to fit in where you get in. Make it where you, you know you can succeed in. So, coming on the end of that, man, I want to thank y'all for tuning in, man. I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all. You know, y'all been, 
getting my uh, total plays up, man. It, it's been shooting up a little bit and more and more. And like I said, I'm out here just trying to get better and better. So if you have any ideas, man, you know how to find me. If you don't, I'm going to go ahead and tell you. Right after I tell you, man, make sure y'all share this podcast. Tell a friend that know a friend that want to be a friend that my thoughts, my opinion, sports podcast is just out here get better. And it's, it's a good podcast, especially, you know, if that's your opinion. If you believe that I'm a good podcast, you know what I mean? Go in and let them know that, yo, this podcast is, you know what I mean? Show show me some love. Um, You know what I mean? I'm on Acres. Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Good Pods, Newsly, uh, Player FM. You know what I mean? I'm just finding out all these new platforms that I'm on. I'm pretty sure that I'm on even more platforms uh, out here more. You know what I mean? If you know, man, let me know, man. Tag me in it. <laughs> let me know. If you want to tag me in it, man, you can find me on Instagram. My Instagram is going to let you know what episodes I'm on, what's going on in the sports world. And if I feel like uh, I see some deep uh, motivational uh, inspiration stuff, I'm going to put it out there also. But you can find my Instagram at my THTS, my opinion underscore sports podcast. You know what I mean? If you ain't on Instagram, you can tag me on Twitter too, or you can find me on Twitter. It's going to give you the same thing. That's my THTS, my opinion. Um, like I said, if you want to get on the show, you want to, or send me a request or something, a topic that you want me to talk about, um, or if you, like I said, you want to come on the show and go give out your opinions on what's going on in the sports world, man, hop in my Gmail. My Gmail is my THTS, my opinion at gmail.com. And like I said, man, I appreciate y'all, man. I holler at y'all when I holler at y'all. Y'all know how to find me. Or where I'm going to be, holler at me. And you should know the quote by now, man. If you ain't first, you last.